0: All right, this is Jake Ward again with uh, part two of this inadequacy podcast. Uh, this is just to clarify a few points uh, from the last podcast that I didn't make explicit or that I talked too much about and was unclear about. Um, we have We have you know points from both categories. Uh, there are three main things I want to do firstly, Uh, I'm going to talk real quick about Kierkegaard again just to just to get across the main point of what I was trying to say with all that. So it's not uh, it's not so very confusing. Um, Basically, the main point is that um, for an individual to look for himself and to find these things out for himself um, is both a point of passion um, and a difficulty And in this way, in these ways, it's contrasted uh, with just accepting uh, some sort of logical, systematic idea um, or just just having some letting your individual self uh, just contribute to a societal whole. Um, Like I said, what Hegel was talking about was this idea of this absolute spirit that moved through time. It was guiding mankind towards greater and greater knowledge and greater and greater understanding, and basically this um, this is ma- this is just a, an idea of mankind as a single entity that's evolving and growing uh, is one way to to describe it, which means that each individual person doesn't matter so much unless they contribute to it, unless they express somehow the spirit of their age and allow. Uh, allow that process to to be progressed further uh each individual doesn't matter and it's all it is is that mankind finds the truth not that each individual finds the truth and kierkegaard hated this because if you lived in the wrong age that meant that it just wasn't possible for you to attain uh past your age's level of truth and among other reasons that was one reason that he hated it and that just seems dumb i mean we can we can all know God we can all come to him no matter what age we live in um, all of us who are after Christ know what Christ did and know that he saved us and um, so it, that's that's really kind of silly I mean then we can make the argument well what about people in the Old Testament who didn't have Christ? I don't have an answer to that question, but I know that all of us who have lived after after him and I believe that those before him too who who knew God? and Who were taken up into heaven? Because we have stories of them. Um, I know. Um, I think it's Elijah was taken up in a chariot. Um, Enos, I remember it was Enoch. One of those two walked with God, um, and was taken up. Was not. He didn't die. He was just taken up into heaven. So we have examples of these. I mean, from the Old Testament too. But anyway, what I'm what all I'm saying is that it doesn't matter what age we live in. Um, the Word of God is open to all of us. And all of us can seek and have a relationship with Him and walk with Him, um, and we aren't we aren't limited or uh, progressed either way by by the generation we live in. It's an individual effort. Um, so, like I said, that's it's um, therefore our individual, He calls it, you know, subjective search for truth um, is set apart from this indo uh, this intellectual. Objective conceptualizing um, by by both passion um, and by difficulty, by effort, um, by strenuous having to find. We can't just say, "Oh, okay, well that's logical." Therefore, I believe it because in that sense, there's no faith, um, and that's something Kierkegaard also has a problem with. Um, but I'm not going to go any more into this. I feel thi- I feel like <laughs> I w- I came in here with the uh, with the intention of clarifying, and I feel like I've just made it more confusing. But like I said. Uh, the main things we need to remember is that our lives must be passionate and that we must we will experience some some pain and some difficulty in trying to find out the truth. Um, and if we're just accepting logical systems and and drifting through with ease and those things then, then that's not that's not right. Hopefully that has cleared things up. If not, you can just feel free to ignore anything I've said about Kierkegaard. I might bring it up later in a more structural fashion. I'm just I'm trying to throw these ideas out there and hopefully, you know, stir the pot, get people thinking about them and hopefully it makes at least some sense, enough sense for you to remember it and think about it. Um another thing I wanted to do, uh this might take me a second, but I looked up all the verses that I was lacking uh in the first in the podcast. Um firstly, I'll just go in order. Um Matthew 25 verses um 11 and 12, this is the end of the uh, parable of the ten virgins. Um, And the other virgins who didn't bring enough oil, um, who weren't prepared, these come to the Lord saying, Lord, Lord, open to us, because the door has been shut to them. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. So that was the verse I had in mind. I think it says it elsewhere too. Um, After that is Philippians. One second. Philippians chapter 2, verse 12. Sorry for that annoying crinkling into the microphone. Uh, Verse 1, or chapter 1, verse 12, my mistake. Um, No, hang on a sec. That's not right. Yeah. (laughs) Philippians chapter 2, verse 12. Sorry about that. Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Um, that's just something we need to remember. Uh, this is Paul writing again to the Philippians. Um, he tells them they work out their own salvation with fear and trembling. It's not an easy task. It's not a passionless task. It's a difficult and um, a concerned one. Uh, he goes on to say, for it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do good of His and to do of His good pleasure. And that's something i I also wanted to talk about here once I get done uh, writing these uh describing all these verses I missed last time uh that it's not just our effort but that God works in us um but it's still something we need to do it's it's a it's a it's an effort between the two of us and it's hard to draw that line saying uh where does my work stop and God's work begin or vice versa um both of us work together we walk with god and that's that's something that's really important um The next verse I want to talk about was Philippians chapter 3, verses 11 and following. Um, Paul says, If by any means, this is starting in the middle of thought, I know, but just, just roll with me here. If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, not as though I had already attained, neither were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which I am also apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Jesus Christ. Um, Let us, therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. And if in anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. So that covers a lot of, of what I was talking about, of always wanting to press on and of having God reveal to us um where it is that we fall short and where it is that we have that we that we are not living up um assuming that that there's always going to be something in which we are not quite living up um and lastly the the verse from James that I talked about chapter 2 verse 12 um no not verse 12 chapter 2 verse 10 sorry for whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one point he is guilty of all um that's that's just that's it. I mean, that's what it sounds like. Um, if we If we slip up in even one thing, then we're guilty of the whole law and this is something we all uh, need to be aware of and see that all of us have fallen short, therefore. Um, and again, lastly, the last thing I wanted to say um, is that I know I'm talking a lot about our own inadequacy, our own falling short, but I want to make it clear that uh, our God is a loving God, and that the blood of His Son the Lord Jesus Christ uh, washes us pure we are made sinless we are made blameless uh in his blood um but this is something we can't um neglect we it's it's something we continually need every day we fall short every day we trip up and every day we can be washed clean and made and made pure again um you know none of us are just made sinless or are perfect rather in a day um it may be that we are free from what we might call sins but there are still things in our life which which have too much, uh, which we're too involved in, which we shouldn't be so involved in. Um, there are problems of this nature. That's kind of what I was trying to get at. It may be sins. It may be things that aren't strictly sinful, but that are ways we shouldn't be living. Um, there's a lot of, I don't know. I don't want to call it gray area because I think it's it's either black or white. But it's it's stuff that I don't know for sure whether we ought to call it a sin or not. Um, and I guess, you know, it's things that are debated heavily, things like drinking, um, things like idle talk, um, not necessarily gossip, just talking about nothing like I was talking about last time. Things like TV. I mean, these are things which aren't really b- sinful necessarily, but are things which don't, which usually um, take up too much of a role for us. Um, anyway, I've this podcast is going on entirely too long. i running on about 45 minutes here, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up there. But I just wanted to make that perfectly clear that. Um, that yes, we are all sinful, and yes, we all do fall short. But um, you know, we also have God's mercy to fall back on. I just don't want us to say, "Oh, God is a merciful God," therefore, let's not worry about it; we'll be fine. Uh, I think that's a very dangerous attitude <laughs> to have. Um, as true as it is that God is a merciful God, um, we know, like I said. Um, he speaks to those that, that tremble at his word, that are of a, of a poor and contrite spirit. Uh, those are those that he's looking for, and we ought to seek to be of that of that nature. Um, thank you again for your uh, for your patience and for for tuning in, and um, I'll probably be out with one another one of these, you know, in the next couple weeks. Seems to be about the rate at which I'm getting them out. So thanks again for listening. I appreciate your comments. It's Jake Rad J A E K W R A D dot Podbean. .com thanks again see ya.